This is a Brain Channel program from the Department of Neurosciences at the UC San Diego School of Medicine. Visit us at uctv.tv slash brain to explore cutting-edge research, treatment options for conditions related to the nervous system, and the inner workings of the human mind. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce Karen Gaffney. I think her reputation precedes herself. She is amazing. Truly inspiring. And her talent and energy leads to extraordinary accomplishments. She also is dedicated to the well-being of others. She's a heroine in every sense of the word. Many of you may know this, some of you may not. She's an English Channel Relay swimmer. She's taken this journey to champion the journey for all people with Down syndrome. It's really inspiring and it really inspires inclusion for all people. I would just like to say that your long distance swimming, it's evidence that it's possible that each person can meet their potential. Please join me in welcoming, welcoming Karen Gaffney. she told me that she was devastated. She cried a lot. I am sure you can all relate to that because she didn't know much about Down syndrome. And what she did know from her doctor wasn't good. In fact, it was scary. After a few days, she went to the internet and that's where she found me and many others just like me. She told me in her email that she was very hopeful after learning more about the real story on Down syndrome. Many people in the medical community and the prenatal testing industry will say that Down syndrome is not compatible with life. I mean, they don't say it just like that. They will say, Trisomy 21, instead of Down syndrome, is not compatible with life. Because it says more scientific that way, and fearful. If they say Down syndrome, then people will start to think about all the people they know. Maybe a cousin, an aunt, or an uncle. Maybe the person who lives across the street works at their local grocery store, or at the same company they do, goes to school with their daughter, is on the swim team with, with, with their son, or sits behind them in church. Maybe they remember someone from their high school class. 
I know all of you here know someone with Down syndrome. So think about us for just a minute. Are we not compatible with life? As soon as I heard from the mom, I emailed her back right away with all sorts of stories about my friends with Down syndrome. And I showed her this picture. 12-year-old Finn Silverman carving the waves of the Pacific Ocean. She told me that she was crying again, but this time there were tears of hope. Oh, did I mention to you that Finn has Down syndrome? <laughs> I wonder how those in the prenatal testing industry measure compatible. It is a mystery to me. Maybe they should try to explain it to Finn, but they'll have to catch him first. <laughs> it's okay. I know I am different than you. I look differently. I talk differently. I walk differently. I don't hear as well as most of you do. And I don't see as well either. And sometimes it takes me longer to learn things. Now another thing that is different about me is that I can swim much longer and much farther than anyone in this room. <laughs> You may be faster than me at the start, but I will outlast you on time and distance <laughs> any day of the week. You should know that I have some pretty big swims on my resume, like a relay across the English Channel, a nine-mile non-stop swim across Bay Tahoe, a six-mile swim down the Columbia River to raise funds, for the Providence Center for the Medically Fragile Children in Portland, Oregon, where I live. I also like to tell people that I am the first person with Down syndrome to escape from Alcatraz. <laughs> I have done that swim from Alcatraz Island, where the prison used to be, all the way across the San Francisco Bay 16 times now. And unlike some famous prisoners who have attempted that swim, I have lived to tell about it. <laughs> I've done many other open water swims in Dodder Lake, the Boston Harbor, Dunleary Harbor in Dublin, Ireland, a five mile swim from Molikini to Wailea Beach in Maui, and an eight and a half mile swim from Vermont to New York on Lake Champlain, twice. I swim two miles a day, and I work out of weights too. But I haven't done a big open water swim in a while. So I'd be up for a challenge. <laughs> I grew up swimming, but I also grew up knocking on the doors to inclusion in the classroom. I was lucky enough to have been included in a regular classroom all through my school years. We had to change schools to make it happen, but I made it. 
I have a regular high school diploma from St. Mary's Academy and a two-year college degree from Portland Community College, along with a teacher's aid certificate. I worked for a while as a teacher's aide, but now I'm currently working 20 hours a week at Oregon Health Sciences University in a clerical role. And on Fridays, I work in a Down syndrome clinic there. I meet with families and their children, help in a PT room, and I answer a lot of questions about living with Down syndrome. When I'm not at OHSU or at the pool, I work on projects for my nonprofit. Over the last 10 years, I have talked with audiences all around the country and all around the world about the importance of inclusive education for people like me with Down syndrome or other disabilities. I have shared my experiences and have helped to influence changes and raise expectations of others about what people like me can accomplish. I also talk about the importance of regular exercise for everyone, but especially for people like me. <clears throat> you know, in the last 60 years, because of people just like you and families just like yours, we have changed the course of life for people like me. It wasn't easy, and it still isn't. There are still battles to fight for inclusion and too many classrooms around the world. And breakthroughs haven't come for everyone. But the progress is tremendous. All over the country, all over the world, we have young people with Down syndrome graduating from their high schools, some going on to colleges, learning employable job skills, knocking on the doors of, of your companies. We have musicians and artists, actors and fashion models. We hold black belts in Taekwondo. We are public speakers. We are golfers. We are surfers, hockey players, and open water swimmers. And some of us have even escaped from Alcatraz. <laughs> now, right, now I know that it all sounds pretty compatible with life, don't you think? <laughs> You know it is people just like you that are making this happen for people like me. Now, just as we are making so much progress, we have some huge waves coming our way, threatening to wipe us out. One of those waves is prenatal screening. You see, a whole industry has grown up, and the race is on to find newer, faster ways to test for Down syndrome before birth, and you screen us out. Yes, screen us out. Efforts are underway to create a world without Down syndrome through abortion. And I think that it is wrong. It is very, very wrong. Down syndrome is being targeted because it is one of the easiest tests to do. 
all you have to do is count chromosomes. Without timely and accurate information about all our progress, if the test shows an extra chromosome in many countries around the world, pregnancies are being terminated. Babies are being aborted. Except for those who say, I know a different Down syndrome. Or, wait a minute, let me learn more about this. And those parents have to push back on a medical community. That is, risk to advise abortion. Instead of education and learning about the real story on Down syndrome. Even though we have support groups all over the world, we still have experts advising families with old and outdated data. Data that reflects the past. Data that is rooted in the past and reflects what happens with the life spent in an institution. And they are wrong. They are very, very wrong. Thankfully, we have. <coughs> Thankfully, we have some waves of our own pushing back on the prenatal testing industry. And one of those waves is medical research. We have dedicated leaders on teams here at UC San Diego, at the Linda Sunak Institute in Denver, at the Jerome Machine Foundation, and many others around the world that are focused on finding ways to fight the bad effects of that extra chromosome. These organizations don't want to screen us out. They want to fix what is hurting us. And they are working night and day to outrun the prenatal testing industry. We need to give them all the help we can because they are racing for our lives. We need this medical research, ladies and gentlemen. The kind of medical research that is focused on the causes of our learning problems, our speech problems, our memory problems, as well as the huge threat many of us face, and that is the early onset of Alzheimer's disease. It seems this extra chromosome we all share puts us at a much greater risk for the early onset of Alzheimer's than a general population. I am close to the age where those of us with Down syndrome are most vulnerable. And quite frankly, I am scared by that. I have worked so hard <clears throat> to get where I am today. And so are many other young people my age. It is my generation that is showing what is possible because of the hard work of the generations before us. <clears throat> but it is also my generation that is marching directly into the ugly path of Alzheimer's disease. And if that happens, there is no road back for us. It is a huge black cloud that hangs over us and our families. I think it is important for families to stay current on what is going on in medical research and learn more about what they can do to help. You are lucky to have the UC San Diego research efforts right here where you live. 
And you're very fortunate that UC San Diego is on the leading edge of research on Down syndrome and Alzheimer's. I, ho I hope you all I hope you will all get behind the efforts here because our future depends on it. My friend who's expecting her baby in May emailed me back again this week. She told me she was going to name her baby Holly Karen. And that made me smile. Who knows, maybe she'll be a swimmer. <laughs> or a surfer like Ben Silverman. Or even better, a medical researcher. So, Dr. Mobley, Dr. Raffi, and Congressman Sessions, I hope we get this Alzheimer's thing fixed sometime soon. Otherwise, a young lady named Holly Karen, or a young man named Ben Silverman, just might have to do it for you. Thank you.